Speed, tree, 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 Oh, was that him? I don't know. How many fingers did he have? I'm sorry, I couldn't get the binoculars out in time. Look, well, let's not stand on ceremony, mate. Let's start the show. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode A Trio Spiel. I'm Will. And uh, this one's going to be a nice quick one, man. I, I, I've been bombarding y'all and, 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 and y'all been responding and giving feedback and you guys are really making me feel good about the creative space I've been in for a while. So I uh, wanted to do this episode real quick, real quick, get in and out. Uh, just because um, I sense a lot of people right now are really, really going through it. There's a lot of things that we want to care about we, that, can, that, that can affect us emotionally, spiritually. Mentally, everybody's trying to keep it together financially, romantically, get it together physically, and all of these different areas. But I was reading in um, the Bible. It was the Bible. I was, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. It was the Bible. I was reading the Bible, and I was reading the book of Job. And something told me, you need to record this. And I just listened to what I feel I was told. So I hope y'all enjoy this episode. And uh, if you don't, hey, I don't hate you. I ain't mad at you at all. You know what I'm talking about? I still love you. You know what I mean? Still fuck with you. You know what I'm talking about? Uh... There'll be more episodes, and there's 142 before this that you can go check out. That, or probably they might be, they might suit you a little bit better than this one. But uh, it's for whoever needs to hear it. I feel like that's exactly who will hear it, if that makes any sense. But yeah, uh, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. I'm gonna get out, y'all. Yeah, man, and I'm uh, y'all go roll up, pull up, whatever it is that you do. Because it does not matter here at Trio Spiel. And uh, I'll let you in a few. So, I'm going to do my best to, to read this in context. So you can really understand. And Because I, I think this is the biggest problem with... When we get into these debates about the Bible and, and talk about it. It's shaky because you kind of have to put yourself in that situation. And sometimes the these and the theirs and they're just because you don't know the region of the world or the time. It, sometimes it can be a little distracting. You know what I mean? And it takes away from what God is really saying or showing you. So I was reading... Job earlier. And it kind of 
I've read this book before. You know what I'm saying? I, and I noticed because I had uh, I had notes there, but it's but when I was reading it now, I kind of saw it. How do I? I don't want to use the word cinema or cinematic. I want to, uh, but it it felt like I was there. I'll say that, and then with that said, I'ma just get into it because the the story of Job for me, when I get when I get battled with, when things are bothering me, I, I have to find things to watch, to listen to, to read, to kind of keep myself grounded. It's not, and it's not easy to find those types of things because that would be the opposite of what this world won't for you. But anyway, I'm going to attempt to read to you, Job, and I want y'all to see how dope, not only a story this is, but see if you can pick up the certain, uh, certain, certain viewpoints that will help you with your worldview in order for you to battle back when you get battled with. I'll say that. So, this is just the first cha- this is the first chapter. I'm I'm a Book of Job, chapter 1. There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job. And that man was perfect and upright. And one that feared God and avoided evil. He had seven sons and three daughters. His substance, property. His property also was 7,000 sheep and 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, 500 she-asses, and very great household. So that is, this man was the greatest of all the men of the East. So basically right there, lets you know, he had it all. He got, he got a huge family. He's got livestock. So you know he got land. Okay, so, and his sons went, chapter, uh, verse four, and his sons went and feasted in their houses, every one his day, and sent and called for their three sisters to eat and to drink with them. And it was so, when the days of their feasting were gone about, that Job sent and sanctified them. And rose up early in the morning and offered burnt offerings according to the number of all of them. So that's so he did that for his ten kids. He got up and he prayed for them. You know what I'm saying? And this is what he said. He said, "It may be that my sons have sinned and renounced God in their hearts." Thus did Job continually, which simply means that he does this all the time. He does this every day. Okay. Verse 6. This is where it opens up. Now, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan came also among them. And this is where a little bit of the humor of, of God comes through for me. Verse 7. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? That's basically saying, where you come from? (laughs) What are you doing here? (laughs) Then Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down in it. 
He's saying, I just been wandering around. Basically, nigga, you know where I've been. You banished me here. <laughs> know where I've been doing. You know everything. And the Lord said, Say, hast thou considered my servant Job? Have you thought about my boy Job? That there is none like him in the earth? And he's a good and upright man, one that fears God and he avoids evil. See, God's proud of Job and others like him, but we're just talking about Job right now. That's what he's telling him. And that's why he's bragging on him. So Satan's like, verse 9. And Satan answered the Lord and said, Doth Job fear God for nothing? Hast thou not made a hedge about him? And about his house and about all that he has on every side. Thou hast blessed the work of his hands and his substance is increased in the land. It's property. But put forth your hand now and touch all that he got. And he will curse you to your face. So Satan is kind of sarcastic. You know, and he, he know why God didn't brought Job up. But he's also up to the task because he's always got something to prove to God. It ain't even got nothing to do with us, but we'll get into that later. Verse 12, and the Lord said unto Satan, um, behold, all that he has is in your power. Here, you can, you can have all that. All right. You can tell you, you do whatever you want. But he says, only upon himself, put not forth your hand basically means do not kill him. You can do whatever you want, but don't you touch him. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. And there was a day when his sons and his daughters were eating. Remember, he didn't mention this. This is where the TV show thing, like it, 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 or the movie thing, you put yourself there. Now you just pause it in the story and it brings up his, his kids again. There was a day when his sons and his daughters were eating and drinking wine in the elder's brother's house. And there came a messenger unto Job and said, Yo, the ox were plowing and the asses feeding beside them and the Sabaeans fell upon them and took them away. Yea, they slain the servants with the edge of the sword. They had killed all the servants with their with they swords. And, um... I only am escaped alone to tell thee. Hey, I'm the only one that made it out. I'm coming to tell you. That's the first thing that happened. God just finished talking to, to Satan. <laughs> Satan went straight to work. Okay, that's the first thing. He says, and I only am escaped. I'm the only one that made it out. And killed everybody that came and took then he came and took the ox and the asses. And he just came and got, got the donkeys and the ox, man. We ain't got nothing to plow with. Verse 16. While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, The fire of God is fallen from heaven and hath burned up the sheep and the servants and consumed them. And I only am escaped alone to tell thee. What? Now, this is why the first dude is talking. The first dude is talking and... and Nigga come in and talk about, yo, 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 I, 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 I hear you, but 
over here on this part of the land, hey, uh, the fire of God then came, I guess, and just burned up the sheep and the servants. And I'm the only one that made it out to come tell you. While he, verse 17, was yet speaking, the second God, there came also another and said, um, the Chaldeans made out three bands and fell upon the camels and have carried them away. <laughs> um, they killed the servants at the edge of the sword. And I only escaped alone to tell you. Now, this is the third thing that's going to happen. This has all happened at one time. You're, you're Job. You're just sitting here. And while one by one, every, every last one of them. Okay, so verse 18. While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, yo, your sons and your daughters were eating and drinking wine in the oldest brother's house. And behold, there came a great wind from the wilderness and it struck the four corners of the house and it fell upon the young men and they're dead. And I only am escaped alone to tell you. Really? I don't even, it doesn't even really specify how much time has passed since we heard that God talked to Satan. It was like, yo, you can go ahead. We don't know how much time, but just in this time, this couldn't have been, I don't know. The, it seems like I, just the way they're talking, maybe an hour? Just them explain these four things. These, So, verse 20. This is the most important part of the beginning of this. Then Job arose and tore his robe, shaved his head, and fell down upon the ground and worshipped. And said, naked came I out my mother's womb, and naked shall I return. The Lord gives and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord all of this verse 22 Job sinned not nor did he charge God foolishly which basically means he didn't sell out you know what I mean he held it down and that's the end of chapter 1 God won Satan 0 
So, my boy didn't lost all his sons. He had seven of them. He didn't lost all. He, all his livestock is gone. And he thanked God. That's what happened at the last, at the end of that chapter. He thanked God in so many words, like, hey, basically, I guess that's what it means when you say your will be done. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to keep laughing and giggling, but it's funny to me. So anyway, chapter two kind of gives us, you know, a little little recap of, of chapter one, but it goes a little further. So. God's up one. I guess Satan's got the ball. I guess we'll say that. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, round two. Chapter two. Again, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan came also among them to present himself before the Lord. And the Lord said unto Satan, Why are you here? Where did you come from? <laughs> he's basically, when he asks him that, he's not really asking like, do you want, like he wants to know, like, where, where have you been? Please tell me your report. No, he wants to know what, what's up. Where you been? Satan answered him and said, from going to and fro on the earth and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, have you considered my, my servant Job? There's none like him in the earth, perfect and upright man, one that fears God and avoids evil. And still he holds fast his integrity, although you moved me against him to destroy him without cause. Let me say that again, because what God is saying, God just asked him where he came from, number one. It's just like in chapter one. But he just went on to tell him before he could answer. (laughs) Job, my boy Job. Did you holler at him? Does he still hold fast in his integrity? Did he he do what I said he was going to do? And I move and I move my hand like you asked me so you could destroy him without cause for no reason reason. Verse four. Satan answered the Lord and said, Skin for skin, yeah, all that a man has will he give for his life. But put forth your hand now and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will curse you to your face. I'm going to pause right there. If you get nothing else from this episode, this is the main idea and the biggest point, but it's a small piece because it's not mentioned. This is in the context. This is subtext. This is movies. God writes movies and he directs them. Ooh, they're so dope the way he directs them. What's going on here is what we're supposed to be seeing is that 
Satan got to get permission to do everything. He got to come to God. God got to, he, he's suggesting things to God. God's like, all right, I'll do it. All right, that's what you want? Cool. I pull back my hand. So now what he's asking is, yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah, he held it down or whatever. But that's because you won't let me touch it. You need to let me touch it. You know what I'm saying? Let me touch his bone and his flesh and he'll curse you to your face. So what Satan is saying, what I'm getting ready to go do, he's still going to give God credit for. Perspective. That's the way you got to start looking at things. Things aren't happening to you guys or us, me. It's happening for us if we can see in a certain lens. Let's get back to it. Verse 6. And the Lord said to say, Behold, he's in your hand, right? But save his life. So now it went from you can do whatever you want, but don't touch him in chapter one. To now, in chapter two, alright, alright, okay. You can touch him, but you can't kill him. Verse seven. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord and smote Job with sore boils from the sole of his foot unto his crown, from his head to his feet. Number one, that's the first thing. First thing. And he took him a potter to scrape himself with. And he sat down among the ashes. So what he's doing is Job, he's going to sit down with this knife. He's going to heat it up and he's going to pop the boils. He's, you know what I'm saying? This is what he's going to do. He's that, he, 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 this boy, he didn't, he didn't lost it all. It ain't done yet. He lost it all, but he's still tough enough. He ain't just laying down while he's got the boils. He's going to tend to the boils. I hope you guys pick that up. Because that means that you can't just sit in what you're going through. Anyway. Then he said to his wife, verse 9. I mean, no, then his wife said to him, <laughs> uh, you still trying to retain thine integrity? Curse God and die. <laughs> Let's stop right there. <laughs> You boo telling your dog. You you going through it all. You going through it all. You just lost all your kids. Lost all your land. You wake up. You just got boils everywhere. You don't know what's happening. And your boo thing, your wife who done held you down for so long. She's looking at you. She's so good. This is the outside world. She's looking at what's happening. And she's like... Why don't you just cut, man, just call it a day, man? Curse God and die, renounce him. Cause if you, you know what I'm saying? This, everything is trying to make him not believe and stand on his business. He's trying to stand on business. This is what Job is doing, standing on business. That's what he doing. 
but every his, his wife is saying why don't you just curse God and die bro I wouldn't understand cause I couldn't go through what you're going through I see it I, I'm watching you I'm your wife I feel for you dang man all this stuff they, my kids died too but you I know how this is affecting you I don't know what I'd do if this was me I couldn't do it verse 10 but Job said unto her you speak as one of the foolish women speak what shall we receive good at the hand of God and shall we not receive bad and all this did not Job sin with his lips so let me break down what he just said first of all you sound like one of the foolish women woman and I know that ain't who you are listen to what you're saying do we not get good from God? So how do you expect that there not be any bad happen out here? Life is not going to be perfect. Good and bad happens. But every good and perfect thing comes from God. That's what he's telling So I have to thank him for the good and the bad is what he's trying to tell her. And that's why I say it's in all. That's why he didn't disrespect her. He wasn't calling her a foolish woman. She said that she sounds foolish. You sound like one of those women out there that don't know. You've been with me the whole time. You know why I'm not turning away. So don't, don't, don't. He he was basically restoring her faith and belief system. Like, no, babe, no, babe. Mm-mm. No, this ain't the time to do that. Good and bad happens. We're going to be fine. I'm going to be okay. All this is going on while he tending to the boys with the knife. I, this is a tough dude. I, you know what I'm saying? I, anyway, verse 11. Now, when Job's three friends, now his boys coming around, three friends heard of all this evil that was come upon him. They came everyone from his own place. Eliphaz, the Temanite, and Bildad, the Shuite, and Zophar, the Nemethite. For they had made an appointment together to come to mourn with him and comfort him. And when they, verse 12, lifted up their eyes afar off and knew him not, they lifted up their voice and they cried and they tore every one of their robes and sprinkled dust upon their heads toward heaven. Stop right there. That's how they used to they used to, that's the way you grieve back in the day when you feel bad. These boys showed up and saw their homie and they couldn't even re- recognize their dog. They like, oh my God, what done happened to you? And they think it's so bad he's going to die. So that's the ceremony. When you lose somebody or you're sad beyond expression, you tear your clothes. So you might hear it sackcloth and ashes but that's what they used to do back in the day that showed real grief I don't know if you've ever seen uh, Dances with Wolves the Warren Kevin Cosner movie but it, it, there was a lady that had lost her husband and she was grieving and she was hurting herself every day it's a different every different different cultures have different rituals when it comes to grief Anyway, so it's three boys that came and hollered at them. They can't recognize them. They like, dang, oh, you, well, you ate up, ain't you? You, 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 you. 
<laughs> and, and when they lifted, uh, they so they sat down with him, verse 13. He sat down with him upon the ground seven days and seven nights. And nobody spoke a word. For they saw that his grief was very great. Now, that's the end of chapter two. But that is a huge huge point that last verse I'm going to read it again verse 13 so they sat down with him upon the ground for a week seven days seven nights and no one spoke a word unto him for they saw that his grief was very great they were just there with him friends they were just being his friends they was just there. They sat for a week and didn't say anything. We would have ruined that. Hey man, what's wrong? Tell me everything. What's going? What's been? Why do you got all these boils on you, man? What the? Where are your kids at, bro? Dang, man, we ain't got nothing to eat around here, man. They ain't all. We, we, we. No. They recognized that their friend was that sad that they all just shut up and was just there. I'm pretty sure they tended with to his wife and made sure everything was straight and they helped out with what they could help out with. But that to me is very important. So in these two chapters, God has showed you about how to be a friend to a person that's grieving. He's also shown you when your partner is going through things and it looks like it's real bad no matter how bad it looks you can be as strong as they're being he's shown you that he's also shown you that when you're going through something and your partner or somebody the world doubts you that you don't have to lash out at the world you can just let them know that you're standing on business he's shown you that this is just two chapters and he's shown you that Everything that Satan wants to do, he has to come to him and get the permission slip signed. He basically, he's got to get this cleared through HR. He's got to run it up the flagpole. He's got to come, literally, he's got to sneak in and slide in. They say, when the sons of God come, the holler at the Lord, Satan, just he, he just come with him. He can't, you know what I'm saying? He don't go to him by himself. That means he's sneaking in. And that's why every time he's gotten in there these two times, God, God be like, man, where you, how you getting in here, man? Where you, where you coming from? Where, what are you doing? What, what do you want? But just two chapters, just two chapters. And he's also shown you all that and shown you through Job 8. When things get rough, I'm not even gonna keep going. That's just chapter one and chapter two. I'm about to pause again. But this is it, you. You. I'll stop saying you. We. I sometimes get way wrapped up way too wrapped up in what is happening to me 
oh, I gotta do this, I gotta go do that, I gotta, this is happening, that's happening, this person's dying, this person's leaving, this person's coming, this person, this, this thing's happening, that thing's happening, oh my God, my daughter, my, my mama, my daddy, my old, my girl, my old, the things, oh, my friend, my people, oh, shit, oh, man, the world, oh, man. If you know what you know, if you believe what you believe, Number one, knowledge is bigger than belief. That's that's why I cannot wait to see the book of Clarence. Because we say we believe in these things, but we don't stand on the belief. You know what I'm saying? And standing on the belief, it's hard. That's why I think Christianity, people that believe in God and believe in Jesus, get it so rough because we kind of be the first ones to panic when things happen. And it's supposed to be the opposite. Just because I told you that, I'm going to get battled with and I'm going to have to apply the same things that I'm telling you about in this episode in this upcoming week. And that's the uncanniness of this. And this is how you find out how real God is by the application of your own life. If you if you recognize this and you fold, kind of just like his wife. Because I ain't even getting to you. His friends go, they they go end up talking. <laughs> and they gonna see some more stuff happen. They gonna tell them the same thing. Hey man, why don't you just curse God and die? No. Why? Because things are bad right now. They weren't always bad. They'll be good again. That's basically what he's resting on. Cause he know who he believes in. He know what the source is. He know the source ain't never let him down. I've I've dealt with that with uh doing the type of work I do I work for a contractor which basically means that we do jobs we work every single day but we not we might not get paid every single week like that because that's not how jobs work they work through processes in different phases and money is allotted through different phases so some days bills and stuff might come all in i might not hold on man i'm gonna do all this you know what i'm saying man and i work right across the street from my boss one of the only other black men that live in this neighborhood he's been running his business for 30 years 30 plus that's just what i say 30 but the times that I have to wait to get paid, he don't even tell me. Which sometimes, well, he he tells me now if that ever happens. But there were times back in the past where he would let that, it would, I'm thinking, well, I'm going to get paid. And I have to really sit with myself and, and ask myself, how am I going to deal with this? Because I need this money, but I don't know how to say this without disrespecting him. You know what? I'll eat this. And then I go through whatever I did. What always happens is he always he always pays me. And whenever he makes me wait, he always pays me extra. He doesn't, we don't have a talk. We, he, doesn't, like, he doesn't put his hand on my shoulder and be like, look, man, I'm sorry that I, no. He just, he know what he doing. Because that's his position. I need to trust 
I, I trust him every day when I go to work with him. That's the way we got to treat God. That's what Job is doing right now. He's looking at God like he ain't never let me down. Yeah, all these things didn't happen. But God didn't. He must be trying to show me something. Because I know God. I know what this is. I don't know what this is. But I know what this is. So, with that, I'm going to get up out of here. I ain't, you know what I mean? I ain't want to take too much of y'all time on a Sunday. Um, I appreciate y'all every listen. I hope this helps y'all out. Look at your, look at your, uh, your struggles and the things that you're going through. As somebody else looks like through somebody else's lens. Or look at somebody else's life and see what they're going through. And realize that what you're going through could be worse. And thank God that it isn't. Find things to be thankful for inside that that feeling of emptiness and heartache and all that. Find walk around your crib. Thank God for the people in your life that you got. Thank God that you can you got food in your house. You know what I'm saying? That you got a little bud to smoke on or a little bit of a couple shots you can take. Something that you everything that you have, thank God for it and thank him even more for the things that you don't I'm gonna get on out of here keep your head to the sky and out of your ass and that's Trio Spiel when I lose my way and there are no words to say Lord Show me when I lose my way and there are no words to say. Lord, please show me the things that you brought me through. All I want to do is sit and talk with you. So much on my plate, gave it all to you. Lord, you show me thinking of the things that you brought me through. All I want to do is sit and talk with you. So much on my plate, gave it all to you. This ain't no gimmick, this authentic life No in-betweens, bro, you get it right Murder scenes under city lights My life is yellow tape, move cautious Bringing people to the Lord, Satan, get a call I, I, I got too many times I done saved up Quarters, nickels, and dimes So I can try to make a way But my creator so divine Everything in perfect time I just had to get in line about faith Purpose been designed, I define Humankind is everybody out here trying to save faith Drop down on my knees and I ask the Lord for peace that's what I want, then it gotta start with me All this stuff I've been holding on, really holding on to me All this stuff I've been holding ain't hurting nobody but me I've been working on my patience, patiently Waiting on my nation, facing time Straight up out the matrix, basically What I'm trying to say is believe I need no award, my shield, my sword I love the Lord, I'm going for it I'm searching for something that's more you can't afford Still you ignore, I lost my way, forgive me Lord when I lose my way, and there are no words to say, Lord, please show me. When I lose my way, and there are no words to say, Lord, please show me. The things that you brought me through, all I want to do is sit and talk with you. 
so much on my plate, gave it all to you, Lord, you show me. Hey, need no award, my seal, my sword, I love the Lord, I'm going for it, I'm searching for something that's more you can't afford, still you ignore, I lost my way, forgive show me, Lord. Me.